This is the No Pain, No Gain Wrestling Podcast. What you gonna do when Hulkamania runs wild on you? Oh, yeah! Phoenix! Woo! The No Pain, No Gain Wrestling Podcast with Jordan Payne begins in three, two, one. Just over the phone. What's up, man? Hey, everybody. This is uh, Jordan Payne. I'm here with Jake. Jacobs, how are you doing, bud? What's up, Jordan? Doing really good, man. Uh, trying to get over every all this craziness happening right now. But other than that, it's doing good. Yes, sir. So let's get into some questions and stuff. Okay. So, uh, now that you have won the next level championship, how do you feel about winning it? Uh, I feel incredible. Uh, you know, this is to me. This is a long time coming. Um, getting an opportunity at this title. Um, you know, Pete, just the person that I was in the ring with. Uh, we just happen to have a whole lot of history behind us. Uh, so yeah. Not only was the next level, just winning the title meant so much to me. It, it meant so so much to have all the fan support, but uh, to be in the ring with my former best friend and the guy I've known forever. It was just that. Ex- just so much uh, sweeter. It was a. Uh, Adrenaline, like I've never felt before, and uh, it was an exciting time. I'm glad, uh, I'm glad I was able to pull that win. Yes, sir. Uh, I couldn't be there, but I was um, hoping you'd win it too, brother. Yeah, it was electric, man. It, I, I, like I said, I literally can't express it more. Uh, it's a night I will for sure never forget. We we tore the house down, and uh, now now I have a, have a title to defend. So that's fun. Awesome. Um, so you talked about it a while ago. Um, with everything happening about this virus stuff, um, what what's going on? You know, it's it's a little skeptical. Um, uh, I, I don't know exactly how to feel on it. Uh, I, I've, I've said this before. I don't know if I'm being – maybe if I should be more cautious than what I am or maybe, I'm, you know, there's there's a medium, a median I think I should be at. You know, there's so many people that are blowing this, I think, way out of proportion than what it actually is. And then there's other people who are – you know, not being cautious enough. So I think a good median, you know, make sure we're all washing our hands. You know, the 20 second rule is, as some would say, yeah. um, but it's still, I mean, it, it's really hard to see. All I know is you can't go to the store and find any toilet paper anywhere. That's, yeah. that's, that's a, that's a rarity. I guess we got to start using uh, some PGLs merchandise or something. <laughs> oh man. Uh, so another question I was going to ask you, um, yeah. what, what promotion would you love to wrestle but haven't yet. Ooh, um, does it matter the stage at all? No, that's... no. So, uh, well, to answer that question is, I'm I'm actually open to wrestle anywhere. Uh, yeah, that would you know be willing to have me. There's, uh, I, I want to get out more. That's my goal. Is I'm in a, I'm in multiple states right now. I'm at multiple different promotions. I'm I'm keeping a a thing where I like to do is every month. Um, or really, I'm not wrestling at the same place all the time. I have a few people, you know, places that um, I really like to invest my time in because they're investing into their brand. Um, I, I don't mind saying uh, high velocity wrestling. Um, they're one brand right now who are, you can just tell, man, they're hungry. They're investing time. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're putting in the effort. When you go there, they're set up, you know, they have the, the, the canvas on their apron. 
the, they video stuff. They take things seriously. The lighting, the 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 entrance, stuff like that. Me as a performer, me as an entertainer, me as a pro wrestler, I look I look into stuff like that. When people are willing to put effort and what they're willing to, to go above and beyond to make the 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 experience the the brand itself greater i'm willing to you know put myself with them like i want to help them grow as much as they want to see me grow to expand themselves so stuff like that that is like a promotion they're a good one um i really enjoy going to like pro wrestling union obviously three count is home to me i, I enjoy them so Really, anywhere who is willing to invest in themselves as much as they're willing to invest in me, I really, I really, that that's where I want to be. I want to go more places. Obviously, you have your big level stuff like the AWs and the WWE. You have stuff like that. But then there's other ones who uh, they run a really good, uh, a really good ship. And I, uh, I eventually, if you know, if it pans out right, I'd love to be an asset to some of uh, some other ones that are around here. Yeah. So I was gonna tell you, uh, I was listening to somebody uh, a podcast a while ago. You may know who it is. Uh, you, um, Scott Larson's, yeah. And um, so, uh, Madden was talking trash about you. So, <laughs> what do you think about that? Oh yeah. What What did old Mike Madden? Can you clarify a little bit what he had to say about me? He He said, um, I, well, I think somebody said that would you pa- power bomb. Jake Jacobs to the table, and he said, "I wish I could," or something like that. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, it's funny because Mike Madden and myself, we have uh, even yet to be inside of a, a ring together, and I think that's good. Ter- I think that's something Mike Madden wants to hear. I don't think he he really wants to be in the ring with me. Um, <laughs> you know, I think I think the Unbookables themselves, um, you know, they're very talented. They they've accomplished a lot, even. Uh, even if they don't do it the right way, even if they are squirmish, but yeah, you know, they're uh, you can tell they 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 don't they don't mess with me, and there's a reason for that. Is some people just are they they you know they can be intimidated easily, and I, I happen to have an intimidation factor. I guess Mike Madden just likes to sit behind a uh, a phone or a computer and talk trash to me when he knows he would never say anything like that to my face. So it's fine. Whatever Mike Madden wants to say, it, it's fine. He just uh, he won't. Uh, he won't come fight me for for my prize. And I, I, if I'm correct, he is still holding a couple prizes himself that I'd love to fight him. Yeah. For. He also said that he there ain't much of a table underneath your merchandise. Yeah, a lot of people love my merchandise. Uh, well, you know, I get so much. Too man, brother. I'm not. I'm not saying nothing about it. I'm just saying that's what he said. No. Yeah. Yeah. I get that. Yeah. <clears throat> it's weird. A lot of people. A lot of people have a lot to say about merchandise because when you come in, you know, when you come into any facility or building, you automatically just see it, whether it's the flashing yeah. lights or all the different options. You 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 get you can't help but notice the experience, the the Jake Jacobs experience. That is just it's just staring you right in the face, and you can't help but walk up to it, look at it, touch stuff, and want to buy stuff. It's it's one of those things where, again, I have to thank all the supporters because if it weren't for them, none of that would even be possible. Yeah. Um. I have to say, my favorite merch table is the Jake Jacobs merch table. I pre- I appreciate that. Thank you very much. And um, but who inspired you in the wrestling business? Oh, um, so inspirations actually, uh, that's something I get from so many different people. Okay, so one, so in the ring, actual style wise, I loved watching you know your Jericho's angles, Guerrero's. 
I loved watching the in-ring. I love watching Kane, Sheamus. I, I love watching those kind of guys in the ring. But when it comes to inspiration-wise, um, there's videos of, if you go online, uh, it's like on, you can just go search it somewhere. And it was like, if you hate WWE, watch this. Or if you hate wrestling, watch this video. And it's basically a video showing, basically, you have um, Undertaker, John Cena. But the one that really caught my eye is, like, you have The Miz on there, where they do, they're doing these make-a-wishes. Um, and basically, it's, you know, you, whether it's The Miz talking to, uh, is it Jarius, um, who won yeah. the Ultimate Warrior. He won the Ultimate Warrior. And watching him, like, go counter back and forth with him. And, you know, Jarius is having, like, the time of his life where he's talking, you know, to... Alexa Bliss and Charlotte and they're interacting with him but you can just tell he is lit up because he has he does not care at all who is winning in that ring who's fighting that night all he cares about is the the superstars the or what in his eyes are the superheroes around him and stuff like that when you have or John Cena standing in the middle of a crowd telling everybody how a little young lady beat cancer or she is yeah you know stuff like that and that was the inspiration behind me getting into this business is so I can be that superhero that those that person to um you know when they're when they're feeling when you know kids are feeling sick or or if they're hurt just for that split second i can sort of change their perspective and make them forget maybe for just a second that they're sick or that they're hurt that that's the inspiration behind it that's why i, I do exactly what i do is because i love doing stuff like that yeah you were saying about cancer my aunt had cancer and um uh, she through the time of um, need and stuff like that, uh, she, I mean, I was wanting to go out and everybody was th- thinking about uh, giving thoughts and prayers to her, and I thought that was pretty cool, too. That is cool, and I'm sorry to hear that, man. But she, I unfortunately she, lost my Yeah, she don't have, she's in remission now, but. Uh, but That's awesome. Yeah. That's great. That's so cool. Yeah, but uh, so let's talk about your next shows that you in the future if if it happens. <laughs> yeah, if it happens, if I've had a lot of dates here, man, that have been canceled because of this whole coronavirus stuff um, going around. But it's actually it's coincidentally <laughs> funny. Um, this Saturday, I am have I've had dates in the future that have been canceled, but the one that's happening most recently has not. So. Um, actually, this Saturday, um, I will. It's March 21st. I will be in Fort Valley, Georgia. This for the Stranglehold Wrestling Network. Um, they're down in the lower part of Georgia. I'll be down there wrestling. And uh, yeah, so I don't have no idea who my opponent is yet. This is actually my first time um, down there. But they, uh, yeah, they wanted to witness the Jake Jacobs experience, so I'm happy to give it to them. That's where exactly where I'll be um, this upcoming show. Um, I was weeks after I was going to have uh, the 28th was going to be high velocity wrestling. That's up near the actual area. Yeah. Uh, it's the one I talked highly about a minute ago. Unfortunately, we had to postpone that date um, to a date that hasn't been announced yet. Um, and then on, let's see, I believe it's April 4th. Um, I haven't got any notification about this, but that's trans South wrestling. That's in union, South Carolina. Um, I my opponent again, yet to be announced. Um, but April 11th, that was supposed to be the Pro Wrestling Union show that has been postponed uh, for the time I was in Batesburg, Leesville. That was where I was supposed to have my first match ever against the A-game Austin Jordan. So, yeah. um, unfortunately, that had to get postponed. And uh, But going forward, um, you know, April 25th, we are 
Um, I, I believe I'm missing a date somewhere. I believe I am going back to Georgia on one of those next dates that I'm missing. But uh, April 25th, as long as everything can, you know, if we can get get this whole corona out of the way, um, you know, that will be at Blue Ridge High School with three count pro wrestling um, where we will have the legend himself, Arn Anderson, there. So that will be a lot of fun. And, I, and I've, of course, <laughs> we're having a show and Arn Anderson is going to be there. I have to put my title against somebody. So. Um, I will 100% be defending that uh, the night that Andre Anderson will be there at three count. Is there someone in particular you think I should defend it against? Um, I would have to think about that one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Jackson Singh. Jax would be a fantastic opponent. Yeah. Yeah. I, I want. I want it to be. Uh, I want. I really. What my goal is as a champion is give what people want. Um, I'm absolutely hundred percent down for a fight. Um, I've never turned away from a fight. So that, that's, that's what I, that's what I intend on doing. So I think, I think to me as a champion, I think we should put a poll out for who my next opponent could be, but you never know. Yep. Uh, one more question before we go. Um, absolutely. Uh, what do you have, what, what do you have to say about, um, rep, Upcoming stars that want want to wrestle like the in the in the future. So people who are basically uh, people train. who are wanting to come into the like to come to the business. What yeah. what is tips I have for them to train and stuff like that? Yes, sir. Okay. Um. So I'm actually very big on this. Um, wrestling, getting into it, and I've learned, um, it's very much so. So I I get. When I when I first came into this business, I have never, I never knew what it was like to even step foot into a ring. My first time ever stepping into a ring um, was actually for a three count pro wrestling show um, when they were having one at Pickens Middle School. Um, I just happened, or I talked to somebody who basically said the the ring could help need could help need help setting up, and I uh, I showed up early one day to help do that and then stepped into the ring for the first time. In that moment, I was so emotional uh, because I never thought I'd have the opportunity to do so. Because, um, I mean, this was back probably 2016. I never thought I'd have the opportunity to do so. So once I did, I didn't care who it was by. I didn't care about anything. I was so excited. I was like, I just have to get in this business. So I listened to everybody. I didn't go to one person and be like, all right, teach me this. All right, you teach me that. Teach me this. I was listening to everybody. Which it's maybe hard to hear for some people, but you do definitely like your life. You don't want to do that. You don't want to listen to everybody um, and take advice from just any random person. And I was doing that. Um, it took me a little bit to find out that in order to get respect within the business or it's really with anything, it's all about your education, where you come from. That's how people can feel comfortable to know you to see that you know what you're doing. Um, which is why I say anybody coming in, you have to take this as a full-time job. When I say that, you do not have to quit your full-time job in order yeah. to pursue this because a lot of times I, I say this, you do not come to this business to make money. If anybody says they come to this business to make money, then they need to leave. Uh, this business is absolutely 100% not for that. What this business is, is, is your, everybody is um, whether they like to admit it, they're chasing a dream. We're all insane. Um, as my trainer would say, uh, none of us are right in the head who are going to be something in this business. 
uh, because the way you make money is you have to get you have to go to the big leagues. You have to get signed somewhere in order to make the big the money. Um, so you that's where I say you have to treat this as a full time job. So what that consists of is you have to be consistent with working out, which is what I'm starting, to, which has been instilled to me, which I have I'm starting to do. You have to be and you have to be you know willing to take care of yourself. You have to separate yeah. yourself from others. Um, so when I say that is you have to look different than the average Joe, whatever you have to do, whether it's go getting tan, whether it's getting tattoos, whether it's just getting a cool haircut, having something distinctive about you and setting yourself apart. Um, but biggest thing is you have to start with the basis. Uh, and the basis to that is you have to get, you have to get properly taught. You have to get properly trained. And, uh, that, that's my first things first, do your research, look for a, a uh, good trainer, someone who is, you know, well-known in this business. Um, and that that's always first things first with me is you do that. You have a great baseline that will teach you everything else you need to know. Um, and then not only that, you're going to have a good resume already as soon as you come in. It's like basically the difference between not graduating high school and someone and like if you're applying for the same job and someone either graduates college or let's say this. You have three different candidates. You have one who dropped out of high school, one that has a high school diploma, and one that has a college degree. And then, and you can even go a step further, one that has a Harvard degree. Yeah. If you're if you're someone hiring somebody, you're going to pick the person with a Harvard degree first, more than likely. Then you're going to go with the college degree. <laughs> then you're going to go with the high school diploma. Then you're going to go with the dropout last. That's your last decision. So, it, the highest form of education you get in this business is going to a well well known trainer, going to some seminars, not being afraid to get in the car. And freaking drive 12 hours to go somewhere for a hot dog and a handshake. You can't be afraid of that, but also working at shows, wrestling, and performing in front of fans that are, you know, as we call quality shows. But first things first, get the training, get a baseline. That's where I, it kind of opened my eyes. And that's why I went to JPWA with Dr. Tom Pritchard and uh, Glenn Jacobs, also known as Kane. And that's where I went down there and, and good old Knoxville, Tennessee. Um, he will, Dr. Tom will open your eyes to everything. And I, I give all my credit and, and any compliments I get in this business. I give all to him. He is, uh, fantastic. That's awesome, man. Great, great advice from a great wrestler. Thank you for that. Yeah, man. Absolutely. Um, so, um, I do want to talk about this one more thing before we go. Um, yeah, you um, did you watch, uh, did you watch um, Monday Night Raw? I watched a little bit of it, yes. How strange was it watching it without fans? <laughs> um, it's different. Yeah, it is. Um, it's, it's really different. So, as a performer. Yeah. So, I've... <laughs> I can say this. Um, as a performer, I've been in front of an... I've been in front of crowds, you know, that have hundreds and I would even say close to a thousand at one point. Um, and so having that fans and being in there and I've also wrestled as I've literally been at a show where I've wrestled in front of seven people. Wow. There's been seven people in the crowd. So I can go ahead and when you're out there, when you're when you're out there having a match with somebody and, you know, you're 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 trying to get amped up because you're trying to, you know, when when you have when you have the difference of the fans electricity you it's no joke when that adrenaline kicks in you literally 
can run faster, jump higher. You can, I, I can, I can land certain ways that in that moment, it hurts, but in that moment, because of the fans electricity, I cannot feel anything. Yeah. I, it's, it's something that's undescribable. When I come, when I walk straight through the curtain, if I was hurting or yeah, I'm sure other, other wrestlers will say this, you get this. So sometimes you get so nervous. You have that like butterfly, like I have to pee feeling, but as soon as you walk through the curtain, it is not there anymore. Everything is nothing else matters from the moment you walk through the curtain, back through the curtain. Your only worries are what's going on in the ring and whatever fans are out there. So the difference is when you have, you know, a couple hundred fans or close to a thousand fans or whatever versus seven to none. Yeah. It's a very different feeling. You, uh, you're, you're, <laughs> you're much more aware of everything that's going on. Uh, you, when you, when you hit that mat, when you hit anything, you're much more aware because that adrenaline is not there as much because you don't have that, that, that vibration going through you. Yeah. So, when, when I, and that was with seven fans. And even those seven fans, they were super loud. They didn't care that nobody else was there. They were still loud, and I entertained. I went out there, and I performed, and I, I wrestled for them. But being out there with no fans and just a camera in front of you, that is going to be hard. Because, I mean, not to mention you have Raw, but, I mean, heck, WrestleMania is going to have no fans. Yeah. Um, it's at the Performance Center. And I, I can't imagine when I think that, I think of the only match that comes to mind, or really there's two, is the – Edge and Orton and the last man standing match. Yeah. Who you know these guys are gonna they're gonna they're gonna beat on each other. I mean, can you imagine uh, just me as a wrestler going through it like if a table gets involved or anything, going through I mean, you know it's the last man standing match. Edge is fearless. He's gonna do all these things, but doing that without that crowd, I really I feel for I feel for him, but I know he's gonna do it because he's an excellent performer, but stuff like that, it just hits crazier than you have the Drew and Brock match. And I know I know it's out of their control. I know they can't do anything. I know Edge yeah. and Drew, uh, Drew is fighting for a title, something he's, you know, it's been destined since he came back. He's been wanting to do. And then you have Edge, who's, you know, made his return. I'm sure he's looking for that WrestleMania moment again. Uh, but it, it's not taken away. But it is, you could, as a performer, it, it definitely is a step down from not being in front of all the fans because that moment that to embrace that, you can't feel what someone's saying, what someone's feeling on the other side of a TV screen because you're not there. All you feel is what's around you at that moment, and I think that uh, that is going to be it, it's going it's different. Yeah. That's the only way. I, I I can't say I know exactly how it feels because I haven't been there, but I can't. I, it's not. Gonna, I can say I can almost guarantee it's not going to be nowhere close to as satisfying as the you know hundred thousand fans that would have been there yeah. at normal like WrestleMania time. Okay, so do you have any predictions like you did for the Royal Rumble? <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. Um, oh man, prediction wise, though, um, I I I predict. So, all right, I got to remember some of the matches going on. Uh, Is it Go- Goldberg I, and um, I have Roman, Roman winning? Yeah. Um, yeah, I have. Uh, to me, there's no doubt in my mind Roman, Wayne, Roman Reigns wins yeah. that match. I'd be utterly shocked yeah, if it went elsewhere. Um, uh, that wouldn't completely baffle me. I have Undertaker beating AJ Styles. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of others. I, 
the Edge and Orton match is actually one of those ones that intrigued me. So, to be completely honest, I really could see Edge and Orton flipping a coin, and I could see either one of them winning this match. Yeah, I could do. Um, I, I, I very easily could see that. Um, you have John Cena versus The Fiend. Um, I've been wrong, but I, I would, if I had a thousand dollars, I would put it on The Fiend. Yeah. Um, I'd be shocked if Cena won that match. Um, and then you have Drew versus Brock. And this is another one of those matches where I flip a coin and I could see either one winning. But I'm really hoping, and I, I think, I, I would think, uh, I like Drew in that match. Yeah, I do. But so we'll we'll see how it goes. But um, am I missing any matches other than that? Or we have the women's. Um, I I think Charlotte Flair is gonna will beat Rhea Ripley for her NXT Championship. Although I love Rhea uh, Rhea Ripley and what she's doing, uh, but I I do see. I see Charlotte winning that and going back to NXT and defending that title for uh, quite some time in NXT. Um, I see Shayna Baszler beating Becky Lynch yeah, me too. for the Raw Women's Championship. And then the following night, uh, that's where I think either that night or the following night, I think that's where we'll see Miss Ronda Rousey uh, make a return to uh, come back against Shayna. Um, and I don't know, am I missing anything else? Uh I'm I, I I don't know, but I think I think we covered about it all of it. Yeah, yeah. NXT wise, yeah. um, uh, I don't know. I, I think NXT is its own brand. Yeah. Uh, I hear a lot of people <laughs> predicting Adam Cole, uh, you know, could possibly lose his title, and if he does lose it, that would mean he would get called up to the main roster. Yeah. Um, which I do not want. <laughs> I want Adam Cole to stay in NXT with the Undisputed Era. To me, they are doing some of the best versions of entertainment right now. I absolutely love the NXT brand, and I think Adam Cole, um, I, I, as much as I want to see him WWE Champion, I absolutely love him in NXT right now. Um, if he goes to the main roster, I want to see him come back. That's simple as that. That was going to be my next question. Um, do you, what do you think about the Undisputed Era? I love him. Yeah, I love I love Adam putting in is to me one of the most underrated performers um, in the pro wrestling he's I don't know if he gets enough credit for how good he really is yeah. uh, Roger Strong that yeah. is Adam everybody knows Adam Cole's great and Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly were their tag team they're just so different and dynamic that it's just something we've never seen uh, from uh, kind of a look perspective you know they're not the biggest guys but they're they're just so dang good um i i think the undisputed era is great um i was really really shocked yeah that kevin owens hasn't joined them yet um but hey yeah it is what it is you you never know what could happen um i do i do completely expect though um you have you know pete dunn and matt riddle right now uh as a tag team and it's they're showing signs of Pete Dunne, you know, you know, at some point possibly turning. I, I see Matt Riddle turning before I see Pete Dunne turning. Um, I see him uh, coming. Yeah, because you that, wouldn't that expect. Be, I really think cool. that's the one you wouldn't expect to turn, but Matt Riddle, that is. But I, yeah, yeah, I think it I would like be a fantastic turn if if they. Yeah, I, I'm a huge fan of Matt Riddle too. I like. I, I love. 
difference when you can separate yourself being different you stand out obviously some people like it doesn't matter i'm, I'm just gonna name one name you could put like roman reigns or drew mcintyre in anything you can put them in black trunks and black boots and they're gonna stand out like you, they just have that look um but you know other people um like just not saying that uh matt riddle doesn't stand out but you know his attire that he wears with not wearing anything he just stands out that's that's really that's something that's big you obviously being flamboyant is good sometimes but people like velveteen which is he's incredible and he stands out stuff it's it's really cool to see people who do little things to stand out uh and then you have other people like drew and roman who are just in orton just god-given talents you you literally can't well man uh thank you for coming on here and talking with me for for a little bit and i appreciate you man Yeah, man, it's my favorite sport. I love to talk wrestling. Um, you are officially my longest interview now, so that's the record. <laughs> yeah. Oh, hey, man. Yep. Cool. Just talking. And uh, just my talking. 13th guest, I think. I looked at it today. My 13th official guest. That's, that's sick, man. I'm, I'm glad to be a part of it, Jordan. This is uh, the no yeah. pain, no gain. Thank you, party. brother. And awesome. I, uh, we'll talk to you later. See ya. This is Jordan Payne and no. No pain, no gain, wrestling podcast. See y'all. <laughs> You're welcome.